they actually do they all they actually do the whole like metaphysics thing with quantum mechanics and so they actually invite buddhists over you've probably heard about this no well i've definitely heard of noetic but i, I can't so the buddhists it. are there because they're very good at um they're very good at uh channeling their chi they're very good at controlling their chi which is their body vital energy right also manipulating their base consciousness which is chi but essentially yeah um so like these guys would go inside a room and first they would test them and they would be like okay let's see if you can actually like uh, uh let's see if you can uh, i know uh, some of the keep, experiments keep, yeah keep the keep the towel hot in a cold room <laughs> yeah right so like they do definitely Dallas. they do too. that and they pass the test i was like okay so let's put this well, let's put one buddhist in, in one room let's put the other buddhist in another room all right now let's let's act let's let's turn on the hadron club let's turn on the collider so the collider goes around and it's smashing protons together now now the buddhist on the on the other on the one end he's thinking positive thoughts okay the other Buddhist is thinking negative thoughts. Now, purposefully though, right? Like, like it, oh yeah. So that's this is a part of the experiment. Yeah. And when the protons smash together, whenever the positive thoughts are going in, the decay does not. The neg entropy is longer, and the well, decay doesn't happen. Well how, well, how does the Buddhist that has the positive thoughts? How does it? How does it? Uh, how does this person kind of like feed into the experiment? Do they just think, and they're just they're just thinking? And then, then that also that affects it. Or are they meditating? Are they pointing their fingers? Like how how are they doing? Yeah, this? they're transcendental meditation. I mean, they're in a meditative. State. So so basically, they're meditating in the meditation posture, and then they I are beside the part. I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. I just know about the experiment. Yeah. I don't know how they're doing it. Yeah. But they're just they're there to send positive thoughts. Yeah. And then um, and then the and then the other guy is there to send negative thoughts. I guess. I think they're just thinking about their life. No. Yeah. yeah. So my theory. My theory based on, you know, us not knowing exactly what they did is that they were probably meditating from the point of, of, of collision. Like, so basically, when that, when one particle is in one spot, another particle is at another, they were meditating next to that particle uh, and, and influencing it through I mean, maybe that I vibration. Think it, well, I think it, it'll just be influenced in general. Okay, well, I mean, yeah. like, it's not, it's not based on how close you are to it at no, all? No, because I remember quantum entanglement. Okay, so like how, how well, so then how the two, how do the particles separate the two different Buddhist consciousnesses if it separate doesn't really? No, no, it doesn't happen all at once. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's the first, first they do the positive, but they, they do the negative. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got, I I, I, I got made, you. I, I thought they were doing the I same time. I should have clarified that. I yeah. My bad. So, but yeah, that's, that's how they do it. it, it I find it so crazy that, you know, Sciences came so far as, as to like even compose these theories and things yeah. and just it's like really just like child's play though right? if you, if you uh, about, I mean uh, it took us so long to get here though like it, yeah but uh, because of the manipulation I mean I don't know that's just my it's just that's my that's I think that's that, whenever I'm not gonna go into that so. I think we've come a long way so like I, I think I think we have like according to like the laborious process that we were going through. Yeah, we could have done it more effectively. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, it's and it's so weird how God, spirits, and and belief factor into uh, physics and spirituality factors into physics more directly than we might think. Because like it, it it's almost like we're really tapped into the nature to like reality itself 
and us, our perception, our observation, and our calculations actually affect what is there. And it is, honestly, it's beautiful. It's very confusing. Yeah, it's but very it's also it's also fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, it's it's scary too. It's like it's also very scary. It's scary because of the fact that we if quantum mechanics is like what what I've learned from quantum mechanics is that human beings have the capability to do whatever they want, <laughs> and all that has what it when what it is. We are above the angels. We well the angels are thoughts. But they they can't change themselves. Well, yeah. Yes. That's the thing. Like we're, we or, we have choice basically. Well, we have. Well, we're 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 just more important. Um, that's also true, I suppose. But I we're, also think that we have more choice. I think. Even if we're using if we're using the Christian model, I, I, this one. I mean, would be that, that might be true, but I'm, just I'm saying, not Christian. Like, but that might be true, but I'm just saying, like, like from the point of view of like that scheme. Yeah. Like I think when it comes down to like importance, I really believe that humans like humans without the humans the angels like shouldn't exist yeah i think the angels are kind of like a bureaucracy whereas yeah, they're just um, they're, well, what do you think they were doing before everything happens really they were the, well they were the thoughts of god well well you know like the and of Satan and his fallen mm -hmm. angels and yeah. everything like yeah. you know how he wanted to rule heaven and this is all well, no, so, so did God do that yeah, or what or this just is, a split off from God this okay, is okay. all like have all heard the hermetic humans, story? So. yeah have you heard about the hermetic story of, of, of the fall no uh, but go ahead okay. I can't I'm gonna butcher it but here's the, the, the whole idea is that so like you know the you know the first hermetic principle right all is mental so all is all is a, a, a all is a manifestation in a dream through the through the mind of God. So like so at the at the very conception of this of God consciousness of God being conscious, right? He, he's in a dream world. Okay, let's just say it's a dream world because he's able to create whatever, right? So it's like a lucid dream for him. All right. So he's 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 creating this world, but there's nothing here. The first thing he's gonna do is want to talk to someone, or he's gonna want to dialogue because he can think. But how is he gonna be able to think well if there is no dialogue? There has to be an, another observer. So that's just that's just that's just that's just logic 101, right? Yeah. For, like that's literally a dot becoming alive, a dot becoming alive. So that's the first dimension, right? So God wants a God wants a uh, another another equal. He wants an equal. So he creates his equal, Lucifer. Okay. So Lucifer is an equal of God, the light bringer. Right. But he is the second. He didn't come. He wasn't. He's not the originator. But he is the. He is the um, uh, the judger or something like that. Are like the? Are you sure he's a judger? I, I think that he's. I learned think he's a light enlightener and a light bringer and. He is. And, he's, he's, a, he's a bringer of knowledge basically because he. Yeah, without, that's what, that's without, what light represents for right, Lucifer. Without Lucifer, God does not know. He just doesn't know. Because no, know know what exactly? Just to know in general. Just the, 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 But he's like omnipotent. 
I think that maybe perhaps when God creates things, he um he is more able to experience himself yeah, through yeah, his exactly. creation. So maybe, <clears throat> maybe he doesn't necessarily need as much as like um, he wants to experience <clears throat> this thing that he is, and the only way that he can do it is create something. Hello. 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 We grow. We understand ourselves. So, like the the right side of the of the of the brain and the left side, <clears throat> when you understand how to relate them to each other and think that they so that they are the in relation to each other, they uh, are able to cooperate. Yeah, but yeah, and there's a trick to that. What is the trick? Well, there's a reason why people say that the ego inflates, and when the ego inflates, it becomes arrogant. And arrogance is really the responsible is what's responsible to with most of our confusion, mm -hmm. because if you think from the right brain too much, which is which means you're ra you're too rational, and you're trying to rationalize everything, and you're very very keen to the ego. Yeah. That means you're saying that you're trying to control. Your, your locus of control is your main focus, right? But the ego is not the controller. Then what is what is the ego? What is it? Is it... The ego is... The ego is, a, is that... Is it your, your point of perception? The ego is just the channel. It's the... It's, it doesn't. It doesn't do the final decision. It's the thinking. It's the thinking process. It, it processes the information, but the final decision is not up to the ego. And that's why we get confused. So in and of itself, it cannot. It cannot be anything. It just has to decide some minor things in order to affect the human being. Or how would you? Right. Right. Well, so like, yeah. In a sense, it's like, yeah. It's. I mean. I would say that the like the like the ego is not even a real thing, right? So like, but the right brain, the 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 left hemisphere of the brain, has a belief system. Like, it it has a model in which it sees the world. So like, the perspectives and your reality is based of based off of the model that the uh, the left hemisphere of the brain has. Now, the right hemisphere of the brain will take on new information. Oh well, look, even the left brain takes on the new information. The right brain tries to challenge that constantly so there's is it because of like is it because of like um like rationality or is it because no, of no, emotion no because the rationality is in the left side yeah but the right side challenges the belief system that's interesting that's so interesting to me so it is it is challenging the the belief system do you feel like that that is the source of our ability to believe in something or is it no. a combination of the two no, the belief <clears throat> is just just the left brain. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, the right brain though, the right hemisphere, is challenging it. <laughs> That's what's so crazy. It's like a conflict. It's, yeah, it's a conflict. It can be a conflict. And that's the reason why we experience cognitive dissonance so much. Well, mm -hmm. but besides being the uh, the naysayer or whatever, like what does the right side of the brain actually do? Because it said that you could actually live with the left side yeah without it without, without it, yeah. the right yeah, side yeah well yeah because the left side can operate by itself okay, so what does the right side actually do it does everything else just produces your dreams produces your instincts produces your emotions it's really the more it, the, the power is really in the right the master is the right and that's where we get confused 
The emissary is the ego, the left side of the brain. We, we want to think that the left side of the brain is the master. We want to be the arrogant. We want to be the, the controller of everything, right? The belief system wants to be the controller of everything. It wants to decide our reality. But it's not, it's not the master. It the master <clears throat> is the other side of the brain. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Because it doesn't. it's constantly trying to challenge you, just like a coach. Yeah, it doesn't, <clears throat> it doesn't need to, but it wants to challenge you. It's where you take the mundane into what it is to be a human being as your personality. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. Neural connections that physically define our belief system are not strongly developed or active. Then our consciousness, the unity of all the separate active circuits at that moment, may consist mainly of activity related to our mirror neurons. Just as when we experience hunger, our consciousness consists mostly of other neural interactions for consuming food. This is not the result of some core self giving command. It's almost like consciousness tries to balance itself out. Oh, come on, yeah. <laughs> the so brain that... is trying to... The body and the brain is always trying to maintain homeostasis. Yeah. Right? Homeostasis is how we are able to function. And so, if the brain, if the brain is constantly being bombarded by new information, and the belief system is not structured to the point where it has a foundational uh, sense of identity, I guess if you want to call it that. No, it's definitely yeah. identity. It's like, it's like it, right. It's trying to prove that it is there, like it is a right. structure. Right, but that, but it's it's, it's crazy because we've got to be careful with that because that is a that is also the very problem. You know, because it is a problem creator. The problems are not natural. We create the problems. And it is a consequence of identity. So, so we, there, is a, there is a trick, there, there's, there's a tricky part to that, you know? Like, it's like, it's like, like who is, okay, so, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, like, <clears throat> so basically, the brain is trying to make sure that it knows where the authority lies, and the rest of it is just assumed. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, uh, like, that's, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they, and the assumptions, if they're, uh, if the assumptions are, are overpowering, you know, if you're inflating the assumption part, then, yeah. you know, we're gonna live very monkey see, monkey do lives, you know? <laughs> but which is not great, but at the same, but like... Well, we're not accepting the challenge, we're not accepting the call to adventure, which the yeah. right brain is trying to get you to do. And so that I you can actually honestly, move forward in a unique exactly. way that's that is a significant to a human life. That's that is you. It's significant yeah. to you. Like it's challenging you because it wants you to discover what your innate what your innate skill sets are. Yeah. What makes you unique? Because like, if you have unique skill sets, then you'll probably survive longer if you could if you well, can uh, uh, make material what they provide you. Yeah, yeah. If you if you can make content, then that content is a reflection of your identity yeah so so it's it pro it's a profligator identity it's to different cerebral areas all the different parts of the brain become active and inactive and interact without a core just as the pixels on a screen can express themselves as a recognizable image when in unity the convergence of neural interaction expresses itself as consciousness 
At every moment, we are in fact a different image, a different entity when mirroring, when hungry, when watching this video. Every second, we become different persons as we go through different states. When we use our mirror neurons to look at ourselves, we may construct the idea of identity. But if we do this with our scientific understandings, we see something completely different. The neural synergies that produce our oscillating consciousness go far beyond our own neurons. We are equally the results of cerebral hemispheres interacting electrochemically, as we are of the senses connecting our neurons to other neurons in our environment. What? Nothing is external. What? This is not a hypothetical philosophy. It is the basic property of mirror neurons, which allow us to understand ourselves through others. And the world around Seeing us. this neural activity yes. as your own, while excluding the environment, would be a misconception. What the fuck? Yeah, because the world around us is like mainly what that's meant for. But if we think of our own internal world and like what our own internal conception and cosmology is, then that definitely plays a huge part. But it, it might not have, as far as evolution goes, it might not be what it was meant to do, but it's definitely what human beings can do. Wait, so what? I mean, uh, wait, wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, so we can understand our environments and the actual cosmology that we see through our senses and, and like hear through our senses and smell through our senses, and all these senses. But when we get to uh, it being the nature of reality, it transfers fairly well, but our senses are limited, so it doesn't transfer completely. So we, it, we are understanding our reality, we're just not understanding it fully, so we should understand the... Because you said, you first, you, didn't you first say that we do understand it? No, 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 not okay. fully, not fully. Okay. So if we don't understand our reality fully, let me try to see if I can do this with this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so if we don't understand our environments and our reality fully, which we can't because our senses are limited, then we have to try to um, at least relate to it in a way where we can understand it. Which is why we have the imagination. Yes, and also while we have the senses, even if even if they're limited, we 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 have the ability to understand it in at least a like kind of sort of way. We're like, yeah, this kind of is that kind of is that that kind of sort of way is is essentially the allegory of the cave, right? So like, yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, and it is. So we're operating Play in a world. <laughs> we're operating in a world where we do not know exactly where we are. Yes, we only know what we commonly understand from shadows as, yeah understand as you know the humanly constructed world everything else is alien therefore realms could exist right here as we reach out into empty space there yes. could be beings right here as we reach out to empty space that's basically what it's implying because of the fact that mirror neurons only connect to other mirror neurons and we only identify with what we can identify like but so i wouldn't say that it's i wouldn't say that it's certain <clears throat> what what's but, not certain so so we don't know what we're seeing from these mirror neurons we just know that we're receiving information <clears throat> that is kind thing, of though. corrupted no it's the uh, same or thing not it's not absolute but yeah sure well, it's it not absolute i mean like you know, the, the, the mirror neuron the, the mirror neuron and your mirror neuron like my mirror neuron your mirror neuron 
like, understand each other. But so well, to the point where, like, I can't tell, the, like, it can't tell the difference between it, mine or yours. Yeah. That's how, that's quantum entanglement. But, but also, well, here's the thing. Our sensors are flawed, so when human beings start perceiving these things, I don't think that we should assume that there's certain when thing, certain things correlate. What is because, certainty? Uh, we, we can't achieve that. What is certainty? Truth. Absolute. Are you sure? Because certainty I can be is certain of something. Certain. No, no, no you're right. right. Okay, so, so just because I'm certain about <clears throat> actually plays into the point. So just because a human being is certain about something, that doesn't mean that they're right or that it's the actual truth. Well, right and wrong has nothing uh, to do with It's the absolute truth. <clears throat> or There's the no act. such thing as absolute truth, right? Or absolute um, perception, understanding. Absolute of perception something. doesn't make sense because a perception is an interpretation of the world. Absolute right. understanding of something. Absolute understanding. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, we, we can't have absolute Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make sense. Like, that concept itself doesn't make sense to me. We can't have absolute understanding of anything. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what it boils down to is we can't completely understand something. So we have to do with what we have, which is our limited, you know, basically, what, perception. What we have is our mirror neurons. That's the point I'm trying to make. I got you. Yeah. That's actually where intelligence... I, that's my thesis. That's where intelligence lies. Yeah, it, 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 that's true. Um, I will say that there are obviously the limits on intelligence that you already assume in your thesis, I suppose. Where it's like we have limited ability to understand and limited ability to uh, perceive. I agree with right? that. Yeah. So we just do the best we can ultimately. With what? What do you mean with what? Our perception and our understanding. So that's so our, have, that's our exactly. ability to conceive and our ability to perceive. Right. So that if that's all we got, and you're saying that it's flawed, it's flawed, but it's the best we got. So we can't. So what do we complete, use? What else we do can't we completely use? perceive truth. Yeah, because truth really doesn't exist in, in for us. Yeah. Right. Uh, because so what does exist for us? The extent of our perception and Which our. Is? And our understanding. Which is? Our which perception is? and understanding. No, which is, like, what does it create? What does our perception and our understanding create all together? For ourselves, yeah. it creates, we have to perfect it again and again and again. But our understanding of reality. Right. <clears throat> but it's never going to be perfect. Right. And it's, it's very much hamstrung by our ability to perceive. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But... It is, it is still... What we have to work with. It is still reality. To a certain degree. For, our, for us. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll give you an example. So ants can only... I know what you're saying. I know, I, I, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm just... I'm, I'm trying to get you to, like, see my point, though. What's your point? Just in, I just... I, like, never mind, never mind. It's all good. It's all good. I think... I don't think... I don't think, like, we're getting, like, a connection here. <laughs> so, um, reality is what we perceive it as, sure. Yes. Um, and uh, we, the only thing that we can do is perceive it as best we can with what, right. we, have, what we have available, yeah, which is our perceptions. Yeah. And yeah, as flawed as if they are. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect Excellent. sense. <laughs> our superorganismal features are also reflected in evolution. 
where our survival as primates is that so weird that abilities. different species of dog time, <coughs> are more different than different like ethnicities of human beings <coughs> like there's only one human race but we have this idea of race is dumb there's only one human race. Our selfish <laughs> genes have come to promote reciprocal social behaviors in superorganismal structures, effectively discarding the notion of survival of the fittest. Wow. The brain 